welcome back to another episode of Faith on the Go podcast. This service is from May 28th, 2023, the day of Pentecost. We are blessed to have Emily Samayoa, a guest musician, play for us this Sunday. Stay tuned at the end of the podcast to hear her interlude that she played during the service. If you like this podcast, please like and subscribe to get notifications when a new podcast is published. Like Daily Devotions, follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at Faith Cedarberg to get daily devotions. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. When the day of Pentecost had come, the apostles were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the 11, raised his voice and addressed them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul is helping the Corinthians understand the relationship between our God-given unity and spirit-created diversity. The spirit creates the unity of faith and gives all Christians diverse gifts for the common benefit of all. We need one another's diverse spiritual gifts because the same spirit has given them to each person for the common good. We read, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. 
Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the discernment of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. You may be seated. And I invite you to join me in a word of prayer. O God, on this celebratory day, come afresh to your people, gathering us together, opening us to the message of the good news of your Son, Jesus, and to his presence with us and the communion that he invites us to share with you. Gather us together with your church throughout the world in all places, in all cultures, all languages, all expressions, that we might share in this work together, that we would not be distracted or overwhelmed, but that we would be listening to what you are saying to us and empowered by the power that you alone can give. Bless your church now with that same strength that you poured out upon the apostles. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Let the church say, Amen. 
So we heard in that second reading, for in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Today, our Easter celebration concludes, much as it began, with a gospel reading describing the evening of Easter Sunday. As frightened disciples in the upper room with locked doors encountered their risen Lord, who greeted them with peace and who sent them as he had been sent by the Father with the gift of the Holy Spirit. John's account of this transformative moment is different from the one that we heard in today's first reading, where the gift of the Spirit arrived 50 days after the observance of Passover when Jesus had been crucified. Jewish faithful from many nations had returned to Jerusalem for Shavuot, or the Feast of Weeks. And if you want to learn more about this, ask our friend Terry Groh. The church's celebration of Easter spans these 50 days with various accounts of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances and reflections on the meaning of his resurrection for us. And this extended period of time provides occasion for sorting through the logic-defying aspects of faith in a world that is built upon a very different approach to life. Defeat is revealed as the means of love's victory. Suffering, a way of sharing God's redemptive activity in Jesus Christ. Disciples who were afraid, confused, ambivalent, or ill-equipped discover a power beyond themselves, enlisting them in a new creation. And even enemies are transformed to share the redeeming work of God. What began in Jesus is, after a period of latency, suddenly propelled forward in bold and unexpected ways at Pentecost. This latent character of Jesus' work speaks to the current moment, I think, in our identity as his church. The meaning of discipleship and the way that it's carried out by the church has sort of evaporated in our culture, even as congregations may desperately hold on to practices that used to work or expressions that are only appreciated by a declining few. We aren't that different, actually, from Jesus' first followers who had been schooled in an ancient religious tradition but were confronted with a completely new approach to the work of God in Jesus. Rather than doubling down on what they already knew, Jesus introduced them to what he called the kingdom of God, what could also be called a beloved community, an expression of God's activity often at odds with the expectations and practices of the establishment. Some thought that Jesus would restore their religion's former glory with coercive influence, but he persistently demonstrated a different and unexpected expression of power. When the establishment turned on him, Jesus revealed the surprising nature of God's love by submitting to the forces that opposed him, laying down his life 
and suffering humiliation and shame. It took time for his followers to comprehend the truth being revealed here, even as it does for us. Rather than immediately setting to work at whatever they thought Jesus would have wanted them to do, his followers heeded his advice to wait for the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we set out to do God's work without first taking the time to listen for what God is saying or for realizing the power that is necessary for the task or realizing the unexpected people or circumstances that God is making available for the opportunities before us. Jesus did not send his followers to carry out his mission without first equipping them with spiritual power found only through the communion that he shared with the Father. The same spirit who sent Jesus into the world and sustained him through his work, who enabled him to lay down his life and take it up again, that same spirit is necessary for any who would share this work in the world today. Like seeds that require a period of dormancy before germinating and beginning the transformative journey of becoming what they were intended to be, the latent power of Jesus in you and me relies on the Spirit of God opening and transforming you to carry out your unique vocation in the world. The weight can sometimes seem unbearable, but once the transformation from seed to plant has begun, it'll amaze you with its power. Tiny plants will push through pavement, move rocks, and transform their surroundings with the power of life. The Apostle Paul reminds us that you and I are part of a single body comprised of many parts united in one spirit. Jesus' physical, earthly body has become a movement of people throughout the earth of diverse abilities, cultures, and gifts, all working together to share the mission of one Lord, the crucified and risen Jesus. The beginnings of this work were bewildering, amazing, astonishing, and perplexing. And they even caused derision from some. But what God had begun could not be stopped. And it continues to this day in you. Empowered by the Spirit, your unique gifts are finding expression through the love that has no end. Amen.